so this is our first time using stereo together clearly i'm trying to under <laughs> i'm clearly welcome oh, i just want everyone oh. to appreciate that michelle and i show up day of minute of and we figure it out <laughs> i said i love how it says no lies detected hashtag leisure <laughs> <laughs> it sure is it sure the fuck is because listen first of all i got notes as i always do about the the options that we've been given for the kind of show we can have and i had to go through them being like well it's not news and it's not this this and this leisure was the closest i could come (laughs) to what we oh my gosh i think i think the play button is where the voice do you see the play button there oh we got a message you see it we got a message oh shit oh shit okay hold on i'm gonna play it (laughs) Okay. It's so great to see. It's so great to see y'all. Um, this is my first time on stereo too, and yeah, just sending y'all awesomeness. Thank you. Hey. Oh my god! First of all, love you. Welcome being the first. Love I know it. who that is. Um, That's Miriam. I love it. Welcome, Miriam. Um, and she's, I also love awesome. that we got she's to choose client. when to play it because that was my biggest fear about this was that in the middle of us like answering serious questions anyone could say anything and i don't trust the internet enough for that tell you right right so right and and also how dare you fucking interrupt me (laughs) i just yeah i I knew that it was gonna be it was gonna be not a three strikes policy a one strike policy and if you interrupted michelle it was gonna be trouble that was it okay that was was that she might just she might just log out altogether (laughs) the show would be done there would be no off with your head okay so let's (laughs) let's get started (laughs) (laughs) uh welcome to no lies detected i'm megan tanjas i'm michelle moore it's a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself those dirty dirty lies (laughs) i love watching the memoji version of you doing this (laughs) it's too good (laughs) um so how are you how are you doing you've had like first of all michelle's been busy okay there, girl, you've been you doing zoom after zoom after show after hangout i mean i'm tired i'm tired okay <laughs> like today i um i, I had my day planned j- just the w- way i wanted it where i wasn't rushing you know mm-hmm. and i'm okay Okay, this is the thing. I'm notorious for being late, all right? I accept that. You know, it's a part of my personality. Um, Mm -hmm. But also, when I'm rushing, it's because I want to rush myself. I don't like to be rushed. Mm. You know, it's like, it's the biggest pet peeve of mine is to be rushed. So um, I made a plan, and the plan didn't go as planned, (laughs) <laughs> which is which is it's okay i'm a, I'm, I'm okay with with things not going as planned but it, if that means not i have to rush i'm irritated mm. okay yeah so yeah, and that's a, it, it's a it, all the plans are done right right so i had a day i drove to, to it was a lot of driving and i literally just mm. walked in the door like 20 minutes ago oh my so, god and my plan was to be back sooner, but because my day got started late and it wasn't my fault, it was just kind of like, uh, just one after the other. So it's like a ripple effect. Outside of that, um, apparently I have uh, some faux phantom diabetes. Um, I don't know if I, I oh, should tell yes. that story. Please. I think but you let's, should. 
let's get into the medical system, the shitty medical system that is uh, the United States. Um, Please. So I, I went to a new doctor, a holistic doctor, and she uh, collected my records from the medical office that I've been going to see my, 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 my other doctor for many, many, since I was 16, my nephrologist. And um, she got the, those records and we were going over my records and she was giving me like a regular little physical or whatever. And then she says, so tell me how long have you had diabetes? And I was like, huh, what? Who? Surprise. I, 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 I said, uh, if I have diabetes, this is news to me today. And uh, so her eyes got really wide. She was very, very, because, you know, um, she had good bedside manner in a sense of that's not the way you want to tell somebody they're a diabetic. You know what I'm saying? So, no. so I, um, was like, I don't have diabetes. And she reassured me that, that she wasn't making that up. She showed me the files where it said that from my old office, the old office that I used to go to. Mm. And then was she said, well, if you had diabetes, you would know. And I'm thinking, and I said, well, how do you know that I don't have diabetes? Now, now this is a question of if I did have diabetes, they definitely weren't doing their job. Oh yeah. Listen, who, if you were a diabetic, you would be dead considering you've gone right. into the, you've gone into see these doctors and no one so has many said, times. Hey, Hey babe, do you need a refill on your insulin? Cause we, <laughs> we've noticed you haven't gone to the pharmacy in the past six years. So we just yeah. want to make sure the blood sugar is doing well. And uh, are you experiencing any symptoms, any symptoms, any new symptoms? Nothing has happened like that. No, none of that, none of that happened. And it was just so frustrating. And so I was just like, now I have to call. I mean, now you look at the, 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 the symptoms for diabetes, right? And they're so regular, right? This is what I was telling my partner. It's so regular. It's like, I think I told you too. Any, any of us could have diabetes because apparently the symptoms, they might as well be, you know, sight, smell, and touch, you know? Like, <laughs> like can yes. you smell things? <laughs> can you touch things? Um, have you so experienced the outside world in any kind of way? Right. Then you might, you may have diabetes. Yes. So I literally told my partner, I said, now I have to call the old office and ask them to tell me where on a lab record does it state I'm diabetic other than some imbecile typing the wrong info on the wrong day on the right patient's folder. Cause they did it to themselves. And I am not pleased with that mm -hmm. because if it no. is true, like either way you're not doing your job and I had to find out on some surprise scare and that's unacceptable uh beyond yeah beyond unacceptable it's unacceptable so no. now it's like I know that I don't have it because I've had labs done and twi twice in the past um in the past year and a half I've had and there, there's nobody said anything about that but it's like, you know, you've put, now you've put me in a position now where I have to now, I don't know who's answering that phone call tomorrow, but, uh, <laughs> I hope they, I hope, oh, I hope they had God. a healthy bowl they of better, oatmeal. They better hope their hours change so that they miss that first call <laughs> because <laughs> everyone is getting, 
No, yeah. it, I mean, that's not, that's not cool. It's, uh, I don't know where I'm somewhere in there is a lawsuit. Um, and you know, the, it's, the reality it, is that, sorry, it's just, say? no, no, it's fine. I'm saying it's just, it's one thing after, and they keep you stressed with that because this is the same office that shortly thereafter they had to draw blood. They were drawing blood for some lab tests and stuff. Um, my, you know, I get labs every quarter because of my, my CKD and, uh, the woman, the doctor says to the woman who's going to about to draw my blood, you okay with this? Can you do this? And I'm thinking, wait, wait, oh, this is a conversation that we're having in front of the patient. Like I, is she okay to do yeah. this? Is she not okay <laughs> to do this? And then she's like, no, no, I can do it. Doctor leaves. And then she looks at me. She's like, I'm going to stick you twice. And if I can't get it, I'm just going to have her do it. And I'm thinking, wait, you're speaking to me like, like I'm not attached to my arm. <laughs> now I don't have any fear of needles or anything, but that's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Listen, I just want, I, we already know that no one here is in control, obviously based on the filing system that's fucked up. Okay. I just want the illusion, a li- just a little bit, a little bit of what I paid for, just a bit of the illusion that you know what the fuck you're doing. Just, I, just humor me, make me feel like I'm, I'm receiving some kind of service that I might have had to go to school to do because I'm not getting any of that right now. Right. And I had a discussion with my friend today and we were talking about, he's older, he's, he's in his early 50s. And he said, you know, Michelle, I'm getting at that age where I just... Uh, I'm questioning these young people. <laughs> I said, I said, you know, I, I love, I love the younger generation because I learn so much about the newness of, of where we are, you know, but at the same yeah. time, what I can't stand is the incompetence and the kind of like, just like no bedside manner, no matter what field you're in, just like, uh, I think I told you when I t- spoke to my new nephrologist who's younger, I think he, he might be, he, I, I'm sure he's younger than me. And I said, uh, I got prescribed steroids. I usually don't like taking this stuff because I'm all holistically based, but I think I might have to take these. And I said, is it going to be okay for me to take this with you know my condition and stuff like that? He was like, yeah, it should be okay. And I'm thinking it should be okay. It should be okay. Like, I just need some more definites, you know, just some more. It will be. I know. I understand that it's going to I'm be not, okay. Just let me. It, really? He spoke to me like I said, I'm going to be at your house at four o'clock. Is that okay? Like, that, that's the, <laughs> like, honey, we talk about my health here. And every yeah. time I have to deal with someone who's younger than me in that, in that kind of position, whether it be medical or just like, I'm doing your job for you. I'm asking you, like, you want to you double check that? Because, yeah, let me double check because, yeah, you should probably double check that. Yeah. It's a little too flippant in a setting that really could affect it's a life or death scenario. You never yeah. know how any of that stuff's going to interact. And it's frustrating because you, you walk into these situations feeling like I not only have to come in a vulnerable position where I, you know, I I'm in pain or I'm suffering in some kind of way and I need help figuring out what this is and how to, how to assist myself. And on top of that, I'm doing like pre homework before I get here and researching it, uh, as if I have my medical degree. (laughs) 
Right. I'm walking in and with if, like with a folder of things it could be so that you can quickly say no. And then, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you were talking about this the other day when we were talking on the phone of like, there's this idea that they'll kind of give you of, well, you shouldn't be Googling things and you shouldn't be looking things up. You need to be Googling things I, and looking things to. up. I yeah. have to, because if I don't, case in point, when it, my ear issue is still going on, right? And mm-hmm. I went to an ENT, an ear, nose, and throat doctor. And he looked at my, he looked in all three of my orifices and he said, everything's great. Everything's fine. There's no mucus, no mucus. Everything's clear. And I'm like, well, why is my ear feel clogged? My right ear feels really clogged. And it's not ear, it's nothing. It's not earwax. It's nothing. Here, take these steroids. Well, you're telling me I'm fine. Now you're giving me steroids. I don't understand. Okay. I go to this holistic doctor nine weeks later, maybe even more so because my ear is still clogged. It did open up for a little bit, but then closed right back up. And she looks at my, my nasal cavity and she says, oh, your nasal passages are very narrow. They're swollen. You have allergies. And mm. she gives me this, this spray and she's like, this will open it up. She's like, we give this to pregnant women and this will open it up. And I tell you, since I've been taking it, doing the spray, my ear has slightly started to open up. And I'm thinking, now, why did the ear, nose, and throat doctor not know? She's not an ear, nose, and throat doctor. He looked up the same nose. I swear to you, I didn't switch my nose. He looked at the same nose and the same ears (laughs) and the same throat. You 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 only got three things you have to focus on. That's all you need to know. And you're not even doing that. Y'all exhaust me and I'm paying you to do this. Why am I paying you? I got to Google shit because I can't trust y'all. I cannot trust y'all. And you and I talked about us, our bodies, like our bodies, like Mm -hmm. my body, your body. Is that like when we go into you and I, me, Michelle and Megan go into a doctor's office where we're not believed or being told something that overlooks the issue Mm -hmm. because of how our bodies look. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget, uh, probably one of the, the first doctor visits I had in Los Angeles and I was on Medicare or Medi-Cal here. Um, I went to the doctor and they, he didn't want to go get a bigger cuff for the blood pressure thing to fit my arm. And so he wanted me to oh, hold no. it shut with my hand as he took the pressure. And then from <gasps> that pressure was like, you have high blood pressure and first of all, me knowing that that makes no sense with what, how that was just registered and what just happened. I was like, well, because he immediately went to medication. I was like, well, I would like to figure out what are my other options besides going on medication? And he went through, you know, weight loss, blah, blah, blah. And then as I was leaving the office um, to go do labs, on the way out, the nurse stopped me and tried to hand me a script for medication, even though I just told him I'm not interested and yeah, like little things like that where you're like, okay, I'm already working in a system that is not listening to me, doesn't really care yeah. what I have to say, and isn't and isn't even doing the work in a way that uh, makes any sense. So any measurement you have, any anything that you're putting down on my chart, it's based, did you put in the part where you made me hold the blood pressure cuff closed with my hand? Because I don't think you did. Yeah. That's so. Horrible. Yeah. And, I mean, and what it's it, not... What was the... What was the... Uh, there was no response on your end, right? There is never, for me, I I mean, I I can't speak for you. I just shut down. I just, yeah, yeah, I just go quiet. Yeah. I I think for me, my thing is that like, I usually, 
I would have something to say, but I I choose my my battles wisely and I choose my words wisely when I'm dealing with some someone who has my health in their hand, right? Or has yeah. like because I've been in situations, really, really scary situations where, you know, I'm like, you're hurting me. You know, and it's a real thing. Like you're you're actually hurting me. Um, you should be yeah. fine, you should be fine. No, you're actually hurting me. And I don't know, I don't know if me saying that I'm hurting, that you're hurting me is going to make you feel a kind of way. Cause I, I don't know if you're, if you're leading with ego or not, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's then now it's my word against yours. And, you know, so it's just kind of like, also, I don't want to be hurt anymore. So how can I gingerly say this so that you're not taking offense to what I'm saying or feeling like I'm trying your, you know, all those things. These are all the things I used to consider. And the other day when they were sticking me with a needle, um, she, she stuck me twice, didn't get any blood and then tried to blame me. It was just like, do you usually have problems giving blood? Like, and I was like, no, I don't ever. Nobody's ever stuck me more than, than, (laughs) that's what I said to her. I said, nobody's ever stuck me more than once. This is my first time. And I've been getting my blood drawn since I was a kid every quarter yeah and she just stared she just stared at me I said maybe you should just call the doctor I just said yeah that they, instead it's, of- it's, yeah it, it just escalating it to that point because it's it you it's fascinating that they never consider maybe I'm doing it incorrectly it's always right oh you must have issues with this right right um, right and, and it Eight. Oh God, girl, girl, go, girl. But it's girl, not, girl. it's it sounds it sounds like maybe there's something going on. If you're informing people, I'm gonna try this twice and probably fuck it up. Um, and in that case, I'll bring someone else in. Right. You already right. know that you're, you're not great at this. Right. And and I, I I didn't sign up to be a guinea pig. I'm here for. Mm. I'm actually here paying to be paying for an appointment. Like now, like and I have to pay for this lab. So. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just crazy. Even when, even when they stuck me the third time in the other arm, the woman that did it, they yelled for her from the other room, you know, cause she's an ER nurse. So she does this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad yeah. because we stuck you so many times and, oh, geez. Okay. So in walks Jen, <laughs> the ER nurse and <laughs> Jen is like, asked me the same question. Do you really? I said, no, I usually don't. They usually stick it in this vein. She was like, oh, this is a really good vein. I said, I know that. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when someone asks you the question. Right. So then I, so she was like, okay, I'm going to do that vein. So she sticks it, she sticks the needle in and it starts to come out, but it doesn't come out all the way. And I've gotten, like I said, I've got my blood drawn so many times in my life. I already, you know, I know what they do. I see what they do or whatever. And she's like, oh, it, it stops. So she calls the doctor. She's like, it stops, but I don't know. And I said, well, maybe if you just like turn it a little bit, because sometimes, and she turns it, she's like, oh, there it goes. And I'm thinking, geez, man, I'm in the wrong business. I'm in the wrong uh, business. Listen, we could be getting paid a lot more. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> All the knowledge that you have alone, just on uh, jaws and throat and ears. <laughs> And then all the ways to open those things up. I mean, oh, it's just, time to it's start just a business, so, 
it, I, I really feel, I really feel it because even the woman that I saw, she's a Reiki healer as well. And she's like, Oh, you're a Reiki healer. And I, she's like, I'm a Reiki healer. And I thought, man, um, I, maybe we're different. I don't know, but different, different services. Yeah. I said, she said, she, she said, did you get certified? I said, I did get certified. I said, but I'm clairvoyant as well. So, um, she was like, oh yeah, I'm not clairvoyant. And I could tell that she wasn't I, like, I could, I could, I could tell she, she there was a disconnect. Um, yeah. but I, I, I'm like, is this something, is this a selling point? I don't know if this is a selling point because as someone who actually is spiritually a healer, I don't know if that's something that you want to say to me. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a Reiki healer, too. It's, yeah, uh, mm. okay. <laughs> Maybe just be a doctor. <laughs> let's just be yeah, a doctor. Yeah, let's just see if right? we can get this needle in the vein. You know, let's, right. let's keep go with that one first. You focus on that one. I'll deal with the spiritual version of that. You just make it happen. Right. Right, um, right. It was it was so interesting because we we talked about this the other day, and then I went online and I saw a whole Twitter thread um, from someone talking about their experience with more specifically gyneco- uh, gynecological experiences. Oh god! And I was going to go through and just read you a little bit, uh, <gasps> everyone that's listening. So my heart woke woke. I know already. Right, woke up in pain, reminded of when I told a doctor that I had three months of period pain so bad I could only man- I could only manage with oxycontin. And the first question they asked was, "Where did you get the drugs? Were they prescribed?" LOL. <gasps> Thinking about when I saw my most recent gyno, and she asked if I wanted kids, and I said no. And she said, "Great, so we have more time, meaning we can take our time experimenting with pain management since we don't have to rush against your biological clock." Thinking about aforementioned oh gyno, God. telling me, I have polycystic ovary appearance, but it's normal after an ultrasound, but not explaining what normal means because abnormal growth is literally polycystic ovary syndrome. Jesus <laughs> um, <laughs> Christ. Pain is fairly mild for now, but I'm just playing back doctor visits over the past six years and realizing it doesn't matter how good of an advocate you are for yourself. Your self-perceived pain simply does not register, especially as a black woman. I study medical sociology. I'm aware of sick roles and how doctor-patient interactions reinscribe structural discriminations. I speak medicalese as needed and I'm clear about what I'm experiencing, what I want, and still nothing if not left actively second-guessing myself. I went to a doctor in 2018 who told me, the doctor in 2015 who tried to throw IUDs at me had written probable endometriosis in my chart, and none of the doctors I'd seen had told me till then, despite me bringing up endo and fibroids, which I'm, quotations, too young for in every appointment. I'm just feeling reflective and upset and furious with how badly the medical establishment fails people with uteruses and pelvic uterine pain on the whole, and they can't claim it's in service of prioritizing childbirth because look at maternal mortality outcomes and disparities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that that oof. is incredible. You have to, not only do you have to advocate for yourself, right? You have mm. to be really, really persistent and consistent with, with finding the answer. Because a lot of times they just will just say, I remember I had a lump in my chest and mm-hmm. um, I was really scared about it. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I went to my doctor. And first of all, I asked my friend who's a doctor. It was funny. When I found it the, that same night, we were in a nightclub. 
And she was just on, we were on the dance floor. And she was like touching my breasts just <laughs> because I was like, girl, I think full breast examination you know on it, the dance you floor. Know, yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's a serious friendship when your friend's touching you hard enough, they can feel lumps, you know? Right, right. We're checking, right, we're, we're, ch- we're checking, on- doing a full medical exam. Listen, I was in Brooklyn and we were at, uh, we were having a grand old time. And I said, bitch, I think I got a lump in my chest. And she was just like touching my breast. And she said, okay. She said, well, it's not cancerous if that's what you're worried about because it moves. She was like, usually, mm-hmm. but she's like, I, I still think you should, you should, you should check it. She said, it definitely feels like a fibroid. And I said, and mm-hmm. she's like, and then she said, don't let them just tell you, oh, it's a fibroid and that be the end of it she was like really mm. really yeah make them test it push push the issue and I said okay so I went to the doctor and he, he's like uh okay yeah this is this is definitely not cancer but maybe you might want to go and get um get it tested so I said I want a mammogram well you don't need mm. a mammogram I was like, okay, yeah, but it would make me feel more comfortable if I got a mammogram because, well, yeah. we can just, you can just um, take, I don't know what they told me to take. They told me to take something or there's a, a I think there's like a needle where they can stick it in your breast and drain out the, the fibroid or yeah. drain out the liquid in the fibroid or whatever. And I've had, <laughs> I hope that everyone that showed up to this show today was ready for an episode of ER because we're going in on the medical system. <laughs> We're not right. We're not even like happy we Sunday work in the medical <laughs> system, right? <laughs> so, I my 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 sister, she was like, they did that to me, and it came back. So mm-hmm. I don't know how useful that is. But she was like, but if you want to know what it is, so I went in to get the mammogram, and they were like, you're too, you're so young, you're too young to get a mammogram. I was like, I'm not listening to that too young talk, okay? Yeah, that's bullshit. Okay, I'm, yeah, I, mean, I get, I'm not I, I get to statistically that. whatever, but there's, uh, I, it's not 100 percent right, which means young people still get this right, which means I this, could be one of the right. young people that gets it. That's right. And I heard a story of this woman in England that she she had a lump in her chest and she was complaining about it. And they were like, oh, you're too young. You're too young. Turned out she had breast cancer. She did have breast cancer. She was 23 and she died. Yeah. Just do your fucking jobs, dude. Just it, it right. really it costs you. It costs. I mean, it listen, it it costs the doctor absolutely nothing to just say, you know what? You, we should do the test to do, to make sure a hundred percent that what Girl. I'm feeling or what I think Girl. is fact. Send it to the lab. Girl. Because for me, if I'm a doctor, I want to be a detective. I'm trying to find, I want to know. Oh because if it's some, if it's some sort of unseen, unheard thing that we, I want to be the one to find it. You know Listen, what I'm saying? I see how deep I'll go just to figure out why someone broke up on Instagram that I don't know. So I know <laughs> that if it came to fucking tumors, I'm figuring out the day it started. I'm on a first name basis with that possible tumor. Okay, and I'm up all night thinking about it. All right, I want to know. I want to know. So a lot of times when I have been have had any kind of scare or concern, I've always been okay. But it was my desire and my passion to really, really find out and do the research. So. This thing about don't Google, don't YouTube your system, your your symptoms. Mm-mm. I understand. I understand why they say that because a lot of people have health anxiety. I know that I do because um, I've had very, oh, yeah. like I said, I've had very very scary situations. But mm-hmm. I think that once you go to the doctor 
and the doctor gives you the all clear of, I don't think it's that bad, but it's still bothering you. You should look into how you can um, rectify it. Like for me with my fibroids, it was like, oh, it's fine. You just have fibroids. And I thought, well, I don't want to deal with this because it's painful when I'm on my period. So mm-hmm. I looked, I looked it up and I looked into some holistic things and talked to a lot of my family members and stuff. And I found out that drinking um, blackstrap molasses, which is uh, sugar burnt three times over, drinking, mm-hmm. uh, putting it in hot water and drinking a, a tablespoon of that a day shrinks because um, it it's full of iron, shrinks the fibroid. Not only that, mm-hmm. my hair that was graying started to revert back to its natural color. Hmm. So there were all these benefits to it. And I, I drank it for three weeks and the fibroid shrunk. Ma- I can't even feel it anymore. And that's been for the past three years. Right. Yeah. And then it came back last year. Right. And I started drinking the black shop of molasses again and it went away. So it's not about it going away. It's more about it shrinking so much that I can't feel it. Yeah. It's just you figuring out ways to manage it and exactly. make it less painful for yourself. Right. And we all deserve um, that. This is the thing. I feel like I should be allowed to Google and do whatever research I need to as long as doctors and nurses and technicians are on TikTok learning dances while they're on the clock <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead that. of taking my fucking MRI or (laughs) my scan. I just, uh, you know, listen, and I'm here. Someone sent me a DM that was like, you know, uh, medical students and stuff are overworked and, and they, and the highest rate of suicide. And I'm like, I get all of that. I don't, that has nothing to do with learning the dance from Cardi B's new music video on TikTok. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. What was the point of sending that? Oh, Listen, to, I'm sure to, I, to, to, to catch me in a moment and try to guilt me. But here's the thing. You can't guilt me because I'm very intentional with my language. And I said the word some. So just take that word, run with even it. If you, even run if you didn't it. say some, you know what I think you should do? Every, hmm. every, like every six hours in, on, on your IG post, just put, use discernment, bitch. Just, just, <laughs> just keep saying that. Just keep saying it until they understand. Because that's ridiculous. That's this ridiculous. Is, this is how this is how Michelle would be as a manager for just put use fucking discernment on your Instagram once a day and just filter it out. <laughs> Even you yesterday the other day on your Instagram uh, live, you were like, Yeah, sometimes I get up and I just say somewhat problematic shit as soon as people follow me just to see if it'll filter people out. <laughs> yeah, it and it, it works, girl. It totally worked. Anytime I get an influx of followers, I'm like, you know what? Some of these followers, they don't really know what room and house they've entered. So let me check mm. them real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't so get I'll comfortable. Don't take a seat. Right. So <laughs> I'll say something that everybody, everybody loves that word problematic. I'm like, y'all don't even know what y'all, y'all own problems are. So I, when I, when I say the things that I say, I say it with intention and I don't explain myself. I don't have to explain myself. If you feel a way, yeah. if you feel a kind of way about what I'm saying, guess what? That has nothing to do with me. 
So well, and I think that tells you that tells you the level too, because I never really see you post anything that I would even be like, "Ooh, that's problematic." I only ever see you post things where you're like, "Listen, speaking directly from your experience about obviously a specific a specific situation, but broad enough in a way that all the water signs that think that they're closer to you than they are can get hit." with the fucking arrow <laughs> of possible of possible projection. It's just, it's so fun to watch and I can feel it and I love to know that people are twisting around in twist what they in the wind, girl. <laughs> twist in the wind. Y'all could twist in the wind all day. Don't care. And let me tell you something. There was um I posted I posted something the other day where this kid got a cell phone from a guy that was behind the counter or something. Like he Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I posted it. I thought it was really sweet, really just a nice little gesture, or whatever. So I posted it, and someone put someone DM me, and he was like, "He has AirPods. This is fake." I never responded. I'm like, "Did your day get better because of this?" I mean, I don't know. I, honey, yeah. <laughs> just... oh, I, I, my favorite, my new favorite response has been uh, this week has been, "Do you feel better now?" <laughs> right. Uh, well, I think I think also too is like the fo- people lose focus on what's important. I've had people say sometimes like, well, you know, sometimes I leave, um, voice, uh, I say, I speak on my IG, but I don't show my face sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. just speaking to the dark or pointing the camera somewhere. And so many people I love it. It's like said, the voice of God coming through right. Instagram stories. So many people have said, I, I, um, why don't you ever show, show your face? And I, my response has been, can you hear me? <laughs> Does it matter? Can you hear me now? Because <laughs> that means you're not listening. Yeah, why are you yeah, looking I, for I, my face? Look somewhere else, babe. <laughs> just take a second and let your eyes, actually close your eyes and just let your eyes rest a little bit from the screen. And listen. So you can just, just take it in. Just listen. Take a beat. Take a beat. That's that's gonna be <laughs> take a beat, y'all, for real. Like before you make any kind of comments, before you make any kind of rash, irrational uh, uh, decisions or suggestions or whatever, mm. just take a beat. And if you're still yeah. unsure, take another beat. Even when you are sure, take some more beats. Just shut up. Don't say take, nothing. Take take a day. You know, like <laughs> sleep on it. <laughs> yeah. Put a pin in it and circle back around later. And then while you're doing that. And you're on that circle. Ask yourself, do I actually have the phone number of the person that I'm trying to talk to right now? (laughs) And if I don't, maybe I don't know them. Have fun, bitch. Do better, be better, we dare you.